you've come to the right place if you're looking to create, launch, and scale a high-value online training program. I'm your guide, Chris Badgett. I'm the co-founder of Lifter LMS, the most powerful learning management system for WordPress. Stay to the end. I've got something special for you. Enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to another episode of LMS Cast. My name's Chris and I'm joined by a special guest. His name is Ryan Lee. He's been in internet marketing, online business, entrepreneurship, coaching, membership sites, all these things for approximately 23 years. I was just reminiscing on how I heard Ryan on a podcast that I was listening to in my early days of entrepreneurship back in the late 2000s. And I was... Um, I was very new to entrepreneurship, and this was one of the first times I heard words like continuity and membership site and all this stuff. And here we are, like 15 years later, and he's on my show. Welcome, Ryan, to the podcast. Thanks, Chris. Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm just on this show because uh, you're blackmailing me. So, uh, <laughs> you know, I'm gonna I'm doing this under duress. No, uh, I, thank you. I I love coming on and just talking about business. I've been on for a long time. Uh, I love teaching. I love helping people and uh, it's cool because I didn't even know this was going to be live. So it's even more exciting. I love live stuff. So anything that's real and just authentic and unedited, I'm ready to rock. So just bring it. Let's bring this stuff. And everyone on live, what's going on? All right. Awesome. <laughs> well, let's let's help the people out there, the course creator, the coaches, the community builders. Um, I want you to define some terms. So if I were to say a one-person, family-friendly micro-information business, what is that? Um, I'm kind of combining some of your concepts. Yeah, yeah, that's statement. that's like all, all of the stuff I say. <laughs> uh, you yeah. know, it's it's really, if you could define it kind of all that with like one word, it's just simple, right? It's just, have, we, I think there's a lot of of marketers and coaches, especially lately, maybe the past five years or so, that obsess over this word of scaling. Like everything is scale, scale, scale. And they're putting a lot of pressure on people who have not hit a million dollars a month. They're like, oh my God, I'm failing. Look at everyone scaling. And, and you you just, scaling is means different things to different people. And you have to do what feels right to you. Like for, I've had um, some of my most popular, uh, my most well-known clients, like this guy, Jeff Cavalier, he started a, a YouTube channel called Athlenex years ago. And we, I was there, he was there in the room with me, like we came up with the name and the concept and he's scaled to tens of millions a year. But there are some other people like, look, if I could just get to an extra two, 3000 a month, that that's great. So you have to kind of define what it is. And I've taken, and I've been down that road. I was there where I was trying to scale and working my butt off. And I grew, I had um, two different companies, each hit seven figures a month in sales. Now, um, here's the thing. When you hear someone say seven figure, seven figures a month, here's the reality. I didn't keep seven figures a month. Okay. And not anyone. Most people can actually get to seven figures a month if you spend enough, right? Um, like you could spend $2 million a month and make them and get to a million in sales. You lose a million. But, uh, and, and at the time though, I was growing the team. I had, I had a, a COO, I had a CEO, I had all this stuff and this operations and it was killing me. And there wasn't a ton of profit because you have a lot of bloat. So I've gone through this whole journey over these years and I'm back to, and I just sold as of this live recording, I just sold my most recent company, which is a nutrition company called Rewind. I just sold it uh, 10 days ago. Uh, so it was nice to kind of exit that company because it started to get that feel where I'm like, I'm waking up, I'm kind of getting stressed. I'm like, all right, let me get back to simple. Um, and I'd rather have a company run by me. Maybe you got a virtual assistant, maybe you don't, that can do a couple million a year and keep most of it and just enjoy life. I have four teens now, um, not 14 kids, four teenagers, 13, 15, 17, and 19. And my oldest one's a sophomore in college. And uh, I just turned 50 and I just, I want to enjoy life. Right. Um, so that was my very short uh, definition for what you said. I like awesome. to speak very short and to the point. <laughs> awesome. Uh, you mentioned the Athlean X guy. I was just talking to a aspiring fitness coach who's already doing it kind of one-on-one -on -one and is looking to scale and, and just have more impact online. And I know he, 
he looks up to the athlete X guy as one of his like kind of role models. What helped, what are the key variables that helped, um, Jeff, is that his name? Jeff, yeah, Jeff, Jeff, like launched that. And I mean, I see him on YouTube. I, I end up on his videos yeah. and like, how did he pull that off? Like what's the secret sauce or the, the special ingredients there? The secret sauce is there is no secret sauce. Um, yeah. The secret sauce is that he picked one. Um, okay. So from the very beginning, he said, look, I want to build this business and I want to build one brand. I want to build something that's just beyond my name. That's more of an actual brand that I could build products and services around this company name. That was the one thing. And the other thing was, what's my strength? And his was just like, let me stick to YouTube and just do a video a day. And he did it consistently for like 10 years straight, almost every day. That was the secret. He didn't stop. He didn't get distracted. He also, when he started to like, it was slow. Like, and if you look back at his original videos, they weren't that great. And he admits that, but he got better by doing it. He got more comfortable, um, but he's very, very disciplined. He's very focused. And he just said, this is all I'm doing. And when other people say, oh, could you promote my product and I'll promote yours and you know, I'll be an affiliate. He said no to all that opportunity, even when they were bigger than him at the time. And he just stayed in his lane and was consistent and never stopped. He's so, dis. I, I mean, I've never met anyone that disciplined. We were, we were out at lunch and uh, we were just talking and he's, he, he's just about my, I think he's maybe a year or two younger than me. And he's ripped 24 hours a day, 365 days a year, which is not normal. Most people diet for, so we're talking about food and dessert. I said, what's your favorite dessert? He said, oh, I love carrot cake. I said, um, and he said, yeah, once a while, I'll treat myself once a while. I said, how often? I thought he was gonna say like, you know, once a week. He said, like, he said, I'll have a piece like once a year. I mean, <laughs> that's the type of discipline. Um, now you don't have to be that extreme like Jeff, but one thing and just never stopped. And I know everyone wants, what's the sexy thing? Is it the titles of the keyword? Is it SEO? It's consistency is showing up. I think the reason I'm still around alive and kicking is because I've been emailing for like 20 years straight, like just every day, just non, just you, and you get good at it. You just got to keep doing it. I know we're all looking for the shortcut and the hack, but the consistency is is big and just showing up day in, day out for your tribe and saying, this is me, this is my position, this is how I'm standing out in the world and let's just go, let's just stick with it. That's awesome. And we're gonna come back to Ryan's newsletter in a little bit, but go to ryanlee.com and sign up for it. It's one of the few emails that I moved from my promotions tab to my primary. Yeah. Because <laughs> you do it, you do it well and it's just such, and I get so much out of the content. It's so well done. Appreciate um, it. R-Y-A-N-L-E-E.com for those who, who uh, couldn't spell it. Anyway, keep going, Chris. That's why I'm here. I'm here to plug. All right. Um, so you've been in the, you know, the online business information product coaching uh, space for 23, 25 years, something like that, a long time. Mm -hmm. uh, what's different now? And I know things have like changed the whole yeah. time through and but what if if somebody, even if they weren't from back in the day, like right. what's 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 kind of different today? I think, well, a few things. Um, number one, the tools make it so easy now. Um, back then, I remember when I launched, I, I was I was writing articles. I couldn't do, there was no YouTube, you know, back in the late 90s. So you couldn't do video. You could barely do any audio, even pictures. I remember they would they go, dzz, dzz. it would take like five minutes to just see a picture. So now AV, um, the, the, the speed, the tools, your, your software, like everything makes it so easy to build. It's, there's no excuse. And you could build for like very inexpensively. Um, there's also, there was really no social media back then either. So you can get, you could start up with YouTube. You can start up with Facebook and Instagram and TikTok. You can do it for free, no cost uh, to get started. Obviously the big thing is mobile, right? Back then no one really had mobile phones. Now everyone has smartphones and you could check everything. So everything has to be mobile optimized. Uh, so with all the good, there's the other side of the coin because, because there's such a low barrier to entry and there's really no cost to get started. There's now dozens, hundreds, thousands, tens of thousands of competitors in just about every market. Um, so it is, it, is it is definitely getting more competitive, which means my advice on that is you got to be a specialist. You have to be like micro, micro niche. You have to, you can't just say, oh, I help people get fit. That's not enough. Or I even, or I just help baseball players become better. That's not even enough. Like you have to say, I help baseball players 
become really fast on the field, you know? Um, and then on the other side too, there's, there's also, there's just a lot of content. There's millions of hours every month uploaded to YouTube. There's just so much content, which, so when I started my first paid membership site in 2001, back then it was about the fire hose, give people as much content as possible. And they're going to keep signing up because they, they just couldn't get enough. I've almost seen the opposite. Like, I think it's not just about if you're, you're only positioning and the reason to sign up shouldn't be here's a thousand and one webinar videos. Like that's not going to get people excited. That's just going to add to the overwhelm. You're better off offering higher quality and less quantity, right? Be really super specialized. Give people like direct answers, do curation, do summaries, just give them really specific benefits as opposed to trying to throw a hundred things. No one wants 501 freaking worksheets. Like it's just, it's too much. So that's what I've seen kind of over the years from back then to now. Um, it's also gotten more expensive to advertise. I remember I used to do pay-per-click advertising. It was a penny a click. And then they raised it to like two or three pennies a click and people went nuts. Oh my God, no one's ever going to pay three or four cents a click. Now, I mean, you know, you're paying a few dollars a click. So you got, so you got to know your numbers. That's awesome. What, one of the things I liked about you is you had a background in fitness and mm -hmm. business. You weren't like an internet marketer talking about internet marketing. You've, you've proven across like different niches and stuff like that. How is creating courses or coaching in the, in, in the fitness world different and the same as teaching business online? Yeah. And I mean, the people who've known me since the beginning knows that I didn't start out teaching business. I, my, um, like I got a graduate degree. I put myself, I, I worked for six years in a children's hospital out of college. Um, and I was a recreational therapist. And then I put myself through night school to get a master's in exercise physiology. So that's what I taught online. I taught sports training and I was, I ran track all through college. So that was like my thing. I didn't start teaching the business of it till years later when I started having success in other personal trainers and fitness pros um, who've now like Jeff Cavalier become household names. Back then they didn't know any business and they're like, Ryan, could you teach me? I'm like, sure. I didn't know. I didn't, I took a business course. Um, so, and I'm still active. I still, even though I sold one of my nutrition companies just a week and a half ago, I still own another one called Bone and Brew. So I'm, I'm still active in the health and nutrition and fitness space. So I, cause I love it. And I think it's really, it's hard to teach business when you only make money teaching business, right? It's kind of like this, there's like coaches make money teaching coaches how to be a coach. It's kind of this incestuous kind of thing. Um, like I'm not judging, but I want, if I'm going to learn, I want someone who I know can apply the knowledge over multiple markets because it's one thing to tell people how to make a million dollars online. It's another to try to sell them how to lose 20 pounds. Uh, so there's, there's some commonalities Look, the the there's the old saying. I don't remember who came up with the original phrase. Is people can never be like too rich or too thin, right? Like those, you're pretty much gonna. Those are usually the easiest to make money in. Um, in, in terms of health and fitness, uh, in general, you're going to charge a little bit less than you would anything that gives a return on investment. Like if you, if you say to someone, okay, you pay five hundred dollars, and then it's an internet marketing course, how to make ten thousand. Well, that's a good deal. But if you're saying I'm going to teach you how to, you know, lose 20 pounds to pay 500 bucks, so like, uh, it's it's a little bit tougher. So, um, you just it's a it's a harder sale, especially if you're going direct to consumer and going like mass population. Um, the the numbers are a little bit different because with internet marketing, you can charge higher numbers. You can charge five thousand dollars for like a coaching program. No one's going to blink. Very difficult to sell a five thousand dollar virtual health program. Not impossible, but harder. So the economics are different, meaning you can't usually pay as much to get a customer. So it's trickier, but you can do it. Um, it tends to be in the health space. It tends to be um, lower per per item ticket amounts, but higher volume. Uh, even though we think internet marketing is this huge market, it's not. There's a lot more people that want to lose weight than, you know, build an internet business. There is. Um, and I'm sure as well as your company is doing, there's a lot more people like in Beachbody than there are or learning Whole30 a WordPress or platform. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or Whole30 or whatever, or, or the keto group. You can start a keto group and have a million nuts, right? <laughs> uh, it's, it's just, uh, it's a larger market, but in general, but 
again, generally speaking, lower price, just uh, higher volume. And, and you have to, um, you, you got to be a good marketer. Like you, use your personality. You can't be gen it, the generalists are, are struggling. You know, the whole, here's my six week health program. Okay. Well, like, how is it different than the 4,000 other six-week health program? Well, I have my ACE certification. Well, so do 2,000 others. It, does, it doesn't matter. It's not enough. You got you to gotta come up with something. I call it like, what's your really good, sexy front-end offer? It's got to be unique and different. It's, it's better to be different than better at this point. Um, if, so we got to find that something that's unique. That's awesome. And speaking of health and fitness and really just health, and given your longevity in, in the industry, um, and I know you, you, I heard somewhere a ways back you lost some weight or had an autoimmune thing or had a bunch had some challenges with stress. Um, how do ed the education entrepreneurs out there, the internet entrepreneurs, what advice do you have in terms of managing stress and and staying healthy over the long term? Yeah. Um, well, first, it, it kind of comes back to what we were talking about earlier with like stop putting this pressure that you have to scale, right? Like you got to build a business that feels good to you um, and just know what you're going for. Like that's number one is stop, un unfollow everyone who doesn't make you feel good, right? If they, if everyone's holding up their, oh, here's my nine figure trophy thing and that you just feel like crap all the time, then, then you don't have to follow them. Uh, not saying you shouldn't have nice goals to go for, uh, but I think figuring out what's most important to you to, to me, it's always been my family. I build, I've always built my business around my family. That's it. Family comes first, no matter what, nothing, nothing is even a close second. Um, so getting your priorities straight and then being, being super focused and productive so you can get stuff done quickly and then get moving. Uh, with all my background in fitness, here's what I've learned. It doesn't matter what the heck you do. Just break a sweat. Does it? Find something that you enjoy. It shouldn't be torture. It doesn't have to be torture. My workouts are 25 minutes a day. I do it in my bedroom. I have a treadmill, a pull-up bar, and I do push-ups and, and core stuff. That's it. 25 minutes a day, probably five, six days a week. That's it. I don't need to spend three hours in gym. If you want to spend three hours in gym and you love it, or you love CrossFit or Orange State, good. It should be something that you enjoy doing. Um, and drink lots of water. And uh in, in again, in general, we eat too much. We just, we, there's so many calories in there and it doesn't matter what, and I don't want to talk, you know, everyone gets nuts with when it comes to their nutrition philosophies. Oh, you got to be, you know, you can only eat meat or you can only eat vegetables or you, you only have to inter intermittent fast. Just all that stuff has to do with it. the end of the day. It's like your calories. So just eat less. It really is like, we just, we're so used to eating all day. Um, I tend to not have breakfast. I'll have one of my companies, Bone and Brew. I have the, the bone broth in the morning. Uh, go to Amazon, boneandbrew.com. Uh, or it's not bone brew. Just go to, just type bone and brew on Amazon. But uh, I have that in the morning. So I tend not to have breakfast. And then I have, I have the same lunch every single day. And I, people think it's disgusting, but it's the greatest thing in the world. Mixed vegetables. It's a combination of rice, cauliflower, broccoli, and carrots. It's like a frozen thing. I, I heat it up and I put sardines in it. Nice. Every day, every single lunch. Uh, and it's like my secret sauce. Like that's the, it's the grit. It's so good for you. The protein, the good fats, uh, Fiber. I've, it, everything. It's just, I have that every, every single lunch. Um, and I've been able to, I, so my autoimmune is called psoriatic arthritis and I got it. I think I was diagnosed about seven, eight years ago. Um, thankfully, because I've been taking care of my, I exercise almost every day. I eat well. Um, I never had to go on medication. I've kind of like, I could years, I couldn't even, I could barely walk. I remember I was limping. I couldn't even snap my fingers. Uh, but now like I can move, I, I feel great just by taking care of nutritionally, but the nutrition is a biggie because if you're eating crap all day, you're going to feel like crap and you're just not going to be as feeling as good and sleep, get a lot of sleep. There's no, you know, oh, I, I only slept two hours a night. That's not a badge of honor. That's actually, you're, you're doing more harm than good. Work hard, you know, do your burst of, of focused work. Stop screwing around on Facebook, except, except if they're watching your live things. Um, but otherwise, like sit down and do the most important things first. Uh, if 
I'm telling you, if you are really super focused and, and know what the biggest levers in your business are, you could work like an hour or two a day. Like I'm pretty much done by like 10 in the morning. I really am. If I just want to kind of keep the status quo, keep as is, a couple hours a day, done. And then I could just freaking watch Netflix or coach my kid. Like I could do whatever the heck I want. So I, you don't have to work 10 hours a day. Anyway, I'll, I'll get off my soapbox. Awesome. I was reading your newsletter. Again, that's at ryanlee.com. And you mentioned the, the getting started with courses, coaching, and community. And like using that, thinking about that trifecta. How do those interact with each other? And do you have an advice on where to start? Or, uh, you know, you talk about micro versus mega courses. Like, yeah. how does the beginner kind of ease into it if they're kind of yeah. new? Yeah. And you were close. It was actually the three, I, I, was, I was trying to simplify because people were getting overwhelmed. Like, oh my God, there's so many products. What do I create? So I, I right. came up with these three Cs, the uh, courses, um, well, I, I, if you were talking about there were three C's of continuity income, and I'm talking about like you're 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 probably talking about the one I just mentioned, where it was courses, coaching, or continuity programs. Oh, okay. um, yeah. But I was thinking about it. There's actually a fourth, although I didn't want to overwhelm people. The fourth would probably be commerce, like e-commerce, okay. right? Like more like Shopify type sites. Um, I I like the idea. For, first, if you kind of take a step back and look at it from a wide lens, you say, okay. In a perfect setting, the ideal world, you'd, you'd have multiple products in each. You'd have a nice suite of products, right? Multiple streams of income. But I would say out of those, you got to focus on one, right? So again, there's coaching, there's courses, and there's continuity. Can you um, define continuity for somebody who doesn't So, know so continuity is recurring revenue. Right. Okay. That's the marketing term for recurring revenue. So membership sites is a pretty common thing. If you are paying Netflix your, your 10 or $15 a month, that's a continuity program. That's a membership site, right? That's recurring revenue. So that's the type of thing I'm talking about. Um, for, for, for a lot of people, that's really highly desired. We want to create recurring revenue. We don't want just one-off things. But here's the thing. They are they usually take a little bit more time to create than a one-off, right? And they're they're in general tougher to sell because if people don't really know you well, they're like, well, am I going to keep getting billed? Do I want to have another subscription? I already have 15 subscriptions. I don't think I want another one. So, and if you, and not everyone wants to coach, right? Coaching was another C because some people are like, I don't want to trade hours for dollars. So, out of those three, I would say if you had to choose one to start, I would probably do a course, right? And when I say course, it's it's in kind of a general thing. It could be you could even say a one-time thing. You could maybe even say a book or like an ebook. Um, there are full-fledged courses. I I like to do what I call micro courses where they're just smaller. Uh, they're less in depth. They are not a six-month, three hundred and fifty webinar. You know mammoth thing. So what most people do, Chris, is they say, okay, I want to create a course. So is there, are there some people on live now or do we could kind of like, if yeah, not, we do have some people, we have some okay. questions uh, about um, paid advertising actually. So for okay. someone who's like good at organic and, and, and uh, word of mouth, is there a framework to kind of get into paid advertising? That's one of our, our questions. Yeah. Um, so in terms of paid, well, I just want to say one quick thing though about the courses um, is that I would still, because I didn't want to forget this point, I would still start there and I, I, I would I'd caution you to, to avoid the mistake of the, someone, let's say whatever, so Chris, give me a topic, any topic, any market. Um, keto. Okay, keto. They'd say, okay, keto, I love keto. I'm going to create a, I don't know, a 12 week keto course, right? It's a 12 week keto course. And you're going to, and they'll use words like this. You're going to learn how to do, you're going to learn every nutritional thing. And they forget who they're talking to. It's like the end user, the end user. So maybe it's a 30, 38 year old housewife in Indiana. She doesn't want a six month course on like, she just like, just tell me what to eat. Right. Um, so then you'll end up spending months and months creating this course, maybe thousands of dollars creating this course. Then you put it out. Then you're like, now what? And no one buys it. Uh, I don't stand. Everyone said I could sell the course for nine nine seven, and you get no buyers. 
So instead, create like smaller versions of it. Create, uh, you know, how do you put put the uh, a number on it, and how do you condense that? How do you get from a six month to a three month to a one month to a one week? How do you create like this shortest version so you can get people some some small wins, and then you get you know just test the waters. Let's see if people like your headline, your hook, the, the differentiator between your keto idea and everyone else's. Um, so that's that would be my advice for people looking to kind of start, just get started. We don't know what's going to work. I think I might know based on all my experience and hundreds of thousands of hours of doing this, but I still can't predict the future. So I would say, give it a shot, but, but mitigate your risk and your time expenditure as much as possible. Put it out there, put together a one hour training, record it. And let's see if you could sell it for 50 bucks. Oh, wow. I sold 50 of them. Great. Now I could start expanding. Now I can start looking at other things. Um, in terms of paid traffic, paid traffic uh, is really all about uh, finding that offer. It's the, because the, you could do paid traffic on Facebook. You could do it on Instagram, same platform, really. You could do it on YouTube. You could do Google. You could do Google display. You, there's, there's a million platforms. You could do banner ads. Um, but it's all going to come down to the quality of your offer. And I'm going to ask you this, everyone who's on live and everyone watched the recording, is your offer a no-brainer? Is it truly a no-brainer? And everyone who's on live, I'm going to ask you right now, whatever offer you're thinking of, is it a no-brainer? Is the offer so good that if you saw it, you would run and take your wallet out and be like, I need this now. Uh, most people, it's not. And Ryan, some people say, well, Ryan, you know, here's my thing. Do you think it's a no-brainer? And I say, if you have to ask if it's a no-brainer, it's not. Um, most are not. They'll like put together some half-assed course and like $97 and there's nothing exciting. There's nothing different. There's nothing unique. There's nothing sexy. It's just like reiterated stuff that everyone else did. Um, so the offer is everything. What's that thing that's going to hook them in and make them go, oh my God, that's different. That's unique. And that, and that's to me, they're speaking directly to me. So, so you start there and then it's about math, right? Paid advertising is math. Here's my advice. Don't try to make money. Okay. Here's what I mean. If you have a front end course, let's call it, um, Let's say it's it's a keto cookbook, okay? And you're selling it for 20 bucks. Um, or let's say $30. You're selling your keto cookbook for $30 or your package of keto cookbooks for $30. Don't do ads, no matter where they are, with the idea that, oh man, okay, I just need, you know, I only want to spend $10 to get a customer so I can make 20. That's not the way you look at it. Your goal if is to spend as much as possible to get a customer to, so you can keep getting new people with the idea, breaking even, right? If you can get a customer to, if it costs you $30 to get, to, to make a $30 sale, you're a millionaire because every single thing you sell on the back end is profit. You have zero customer acquisition cost. That's the goal, right? Get, get there, don't try to make money on the front because that's really, really hard to do. Very, very few. The best marketers in the world don't do it. They usually go negative. So try to break even. And by breaking even, it often means you have to do upsells and bumps. So you get the $30, you get the $30 keto cookbook. Maybe when they're about to check out, hey, for just $10 more, you know, you get the audiobook. All right. So now if 20% buy, you increase your average order value a couple of dollars. Now you have a couple more dollars to spend. Once they once they check out, when, after they buy, they put the credit card in. Hey, congratulations. This is Chris. I'm here recording this on the moon with your nice little background there. Um, <laughs> you just bought the keto cookbook. Um, because you bought that, I have five more keto book, book cookbooks. They're normally $20 each. You can get them, all five of them, for just one payment of $29, right? You get 30% of people to take that. You just increase your average order value by almost $10, right? So now you could spend up to $40 to get a customer. That's the game. Like it's really that simple. It just takes some time to crack that nut. But once you do and you're, you're break even on the front, you could spend every dollar. Like I would, and, and people are just so, it's not that, I'm not gonna say the short side, they just don't know the economics of it. And they think 
I spent 30 and I only made 30 back. I'm not making any money. You are going to make money on the back end. And then they stop their ads or they don't know their numbers. They'll, I had one person, um, I did a coaching call with. I said, okay, tell me about your last offer. She said, oh, it was, it was terrible. Um, I only made three sales. I said, what'd you sell? A $300 course. Okay. So you, made, so you brought in $900. It was digital. It's all profit. $900, you know, minus some credit card process fees. I said, okay, um, tell me about the ads you ran. Well, um, you know, I ran the ads, but I only got three sales. Okay, how much did you spend? Well, I only spent like 10 bucks a day for, you know, 20 days. Then I stopped it. I'm like, all right. So you spent $200. You, you spent $200 in ads. How much did you make back? 900. I said, okay. So you spent two and you got back nine. I said, if someone, if I said to you right now, give me $200 and I'll give you 900 back, would you do that? She's like, well, when you say it like that, well, how the hell else am I going to say it? I mean, taking the emotion out, why would you stop that? Because she only got quote unquote three sales. So you got to know your numbers. If you hit something like that, you keep going until you're break even and just keep just the, the way to quote unquote scale is to find an offer that works or at least break even and just take every dollar and keep putting it back in. And eventually you have a list of five, 10, 15, 20, 50, a hundred thousand buyers. You, you, Hey, hey guys, I just, you go to your email list of hundred thousand people. Hey, I just came out with a new thing. It's my new, you know, ultimate remote. It's just $30. You get, you sell 3000 of them. Like you, it's a hundred thousand dollars in profit. Uh, I know I'm making it sound simple, but it really is. It's a, it's, it's simple, but it's not always easy because the tough part is the strategy. Everyone wants the tactics, Chris. They're all like, well, what's the, you know, what's the, um, I don't know. What autoresponder? Yeah, yeah. What autoresponder or even something like, you know, what color should I make my button or, you know, should I use click funnels or Kajabi or blah, blah. It doesn't freaking matter. It doesn't matter. Um, they all can work. They all, I mean, I've done things where now, because once you have a list, you can sell any way possible. So I have um, the last four offers I tested to my own list. Here's what I used to sell it. Um, you're going to love this. I know it's against you because you're like, oh my God, I'm the LMS guy. I have the software and I get it. That's awesome. But I'm just saying, if you want to just test something quickly, if you don't, if they didn't have your software now, I put it on a Google doc. Yeah. I just wrote a sales order in Google doc and I, I connected it to my, to my yacht, to uh, PayPal. That was it. Yeah. Um, and they each brought in six figures. Uh, so, but that's the key. That really is the key to advertising. That's it. That's the whole ballgame. There's a lot of nuance in that, but that's the, that's the big overview of how it all works. Hopefully that I know. I just went through like five years of stuff in like a two minute uh, rant, but hopefully if you guys are on live, does that kind of make sense? That's resonating. We're getting some questions from the audience. Kurt's asking, how do you make your no brainer front end offer more understandable to your intended audience? So it sounds like there's a little bit of a miss and maybe is it, you know, is it, how do we know if it's like a copywriting issue or an avatar issue or when we are, or, or when do we, Realize, when do we give up and be like, all right, I need to pivot and do something else? Yeah, um, that's a great question. Uh, you know, you can never get emotionally attached to like, your product, your idea. And I think that is, you know, we we listen to, uh, you know, Gary Vaynerchuk, just keep going, it's going to work. And, and that's- Hustle. That's not, yeah. uh, you're going to hustle yourself into the grave. That's not true because if you're, if you're hustling the wrong idea, it doesn't matter- you could do it for 20 years. It's not going to work. Um, you got, it's got, you got to be like with Jeff Cavalier, his stuff was really good. Like he, he has a master's degree in physical therapy. Like his stuff is solid. If it was crap, he'd put out consistent crap and he wouldn't have the following. Uh, do you remember so, what he had for signal in the early days? Like, Oh, I think we got something here. Like, was it like, you know, video views or shares or comments? Yeah, or he was getting, he was definitely getting more, uh, more views and it just kept going up. He's like, Oh my God, I just, you know, I have like 500 subscribers. Uh, now he's got yeah. like tens of millions, but, um, <laughs> right. and then he started selling, we, we took his ideas and packaged it as like workouts and he started selling them and like, okay, now, now the money's coming in. Um, but in terms of like with the, no, what was his question again, in terms of like the no brainer, uh, how do you know, what was the the exact phrasing of it again? How does he help his market understand? So it's like, it's missing. Yeah. yeah. It, it's, it's often, 
we're not, we're not using their words. Here's what happens. We start working on a page or copy and all of a sudden we turn into someone we're not and we start sounding like a copywriter. Right. We start saying, who else wants to blah, blah, blah. Who else wants to lose 20 pounds? And we sound like just a bunch of D bags. Uh, my, the way I write and the way I do everything has always been just more of a naturalistic approach. It's like, I, you should write imagine, first of all, imagine you're speaking to one person because even if a million people are seeing it, only one person's reading it at a time. So don't say hi, everybody, or Hey y'all. If you're from the South, I'm a New Yorker originally. So we don't say y'all, but talk to one person and speak exactly how you would if you're sitting at a coffee shop, if you're sitting at the bar, just having a conversation um, and just speak from the heart and just say, this is what I have. This is what I believe in. I think it's going to help you. Um, use words that they use though. That, that's why you have to talk to people. Uh, you shouldn't just sit in a lab and try to use these scientific words. I remember uh, you know, when I was deep in the fitness industry, I was, I remember I was training and there was a trainer standing next to me and he's talking to the clients. Like, yeah, you got to work your, your sartorius and your, your subscapularis. And I'm like, she doesn't know what the hell you like. You're trying to sound smart, but you sound you're just, you're losing her, man. Like this is going to work your arms, right? Like say that. Um, so dumb it down. Stop, stop trying to market. Stop trying to talk like you're marketing to your colleagues, unless you're trying to sell to your colleagues. And sometimes we get embarrassed because we're like, oh, I sound like an idiot. It's not sound like an idiot. Just just talk and use their words. And it's funny, the more you talk to people and you listen, not listening with the intent of, I hope they say what I want to hear, but actually truly listening, they're going to say words that you're going to be like, oh my God. I never, or it's going to, it's, it's going to hit you like, that's the word it should be. Um, so in terms of when to give up in term for, for paid traffic, what, what we'll do is we will do one ad um, and we'll spend the amount, whatever that cost is. So let's say I'm selling a hundred dollar product. We'll spend up to a hundred dollars and see if we can get one sale. And if not, okay, the ad's not working. Let's try something else. It's usually, um, the offer, right? Uh, sometimes there's a, there's a lot of things you can tweak. Don't tweak a hundred different things because then you don't know what the problem was, right? If your thing isn't working and you change the headline and the hook and the avatar and the price, and now it works a little better. Well, what was it? What was the change? We don't really know. Um, if you had to only change one thing to start, I would probably say like the headline slash hook because that's like the biggest thing people see. So that would be the first thing I would start. And sometimes the rest of your offer can be exactly the same. And it's the hook. That's the difference. Um, and then I, after that, I'd probably say the pricing. But uh, if I ask you, who is this for? And you say, well, it's really for everybody. You're done. You're, you're just, you're toast. Because try to speak to everybody, you speak to nobody. You, you, you've got to speak to someone specific and they have to say, oh my God, that's for me, right? If you're teaching internet marketing, it can't just be how to make money online. It has to be very, now it's like, now it's not just how to be a coach. Now it's how to be a high ticket coach, right? And then soon it's gonna be how to be a high ticket coach, how to sell high ticket coaching with chatbots or the next big thing right now is AI, right? How to create, for it, and it's, it always starts, it's funny when there's a new market, it always starts really general and gets more specific. It's going to be how to make money with AI. And then it's going to be how to create a course with AI and how to create a membership site with AI, how to create a fitness membership site with AI. Like it's going to get more narrow. So that, so the quicker you can get to that specialty, the better your chance of success. You're speaking directly to a person. Um, there's, it's, you know, the, the phrase that's been around forever. I don't know if Dan Kennedy came up with it or whoever did, but it's, there's riches and niches and there absolutely are. So Get, get as specific as possible. Don't worry about being narrow. I know we get nervous. We're like, oh, we're leaving money on the table. No, you're not. You're right where you need to be. We got a question from Will in the audience who's asking about uh, failure. He's launched eight offers. Seven of them failed. One of them worked. And he just would like to be more efficient going forward. What would you say? Um, or is it or is I, failure part of the job? Like, Yeah, I say congratulations. Okay. Because you got a hit. All you need is one, right? Like, what did you learn from the seven that failed? Why didn't they fail? I, I think you're doing great, Will. Um, 
most people would give up after like two or three, fa- one failure. You know what? No, I'm going to correct my, they give up before they even get to a failure because they're freaking scared. And I get it. Like, we're so fearful. Like, oh my God, what if it doesn't work? What if no one buys it? What if no one likes it? You know, what if it just, I launch it and no one cares. So getting over that fear of not giving a shit is a biggie, but I think it's great. Like you found a winner. Awesome. Hey, you strike out seven out of 10 times in the, in the major league baseball, you're in the hall of fame, right? You get three hits out of 10. You're doing pretty damn good. All you need is one hit. You need one hit. Um, and then you take the emotion out of it and you just look, why did this work? Like, what's the secret? What was so good about this? It works. Do it again. And depending on the type of offer, you either put more money into it or you say, okay, how do I replicate this and keep this going, keep the momentum going. And if I'm, if I look at any mistakes I've made over the years, it's getting, distracted or bored too quickly and giving up on something that was like, I had these events that would get hundreds and hundreds of people and Damon John, like all Marie Forley, all my friends. And I just stopped. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna do something different. How was I thinking? Uh, I mean, I had a, I had a newsletter that was like 2,500 members and they were paying $97 a month. And after a while, like, I'm like, yeah, <laughs> like, uh, we get bored of our own stuff before other people do. So I would say find that whatever that's working and keep doing it. I, I work with one client. I took him from zero and I was having him do these summits in a in a cinematography niche. We got it to six figures and then he just stopped doing them. I'm like, why? He's like, I don't know. I'm gonna just keep doing it. So keep going, Will. I think that's great. I think you should be proud that you got that hit. Keep going. We talk a lot about courses and coaching on this podcast, but not as much about continuity. Can you inspire the people with some ideas of recurring revenue opportunities, particularly like, you know, some kind of niche expert? Like what can, what else could they do for continuity? Yeah. I mean, particularly from a WordPress website, but not necessarily just from that. (laughs) Well, (laughs) with a WordPress website, you're talking about like within your software, it's, it's password protected types. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 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 Um, now, so years ago, so some of my biggest hits were like, I was, I was mentioning that newsletter, right? Um, so I went from newsletter and then I created kind of big bulky sites and they both worked. Um, but I would like say content now, sites, niche content sites. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, but I would say if you're doing continuity and using uh, WordPress, which I love, I love WordPress. There's so much stuff you can do with it. Um, if you're going for like a full-fledged membership site, be as specific as possible. Um, offer like one good deliverable a week. You don't have to update it every single day with stuff because the reason pe- most people leave is because they're just overwhelmed and they can't keep up. Um, so don't try to be Netflix. I had a Netflix type site and you get high churn because people can't keep up. But I would say the big trend right now that I'm seeing um, and that I'm doing is you're doing a continuity program where you're embracing less, you're embracing lean. It's about curation. It's about, hey, welcome to this, welcome to my membership or welcome to my newsletter. And I'm going to take all that stuff out there. I'm going to take the 200 podcasts in our market and the 5,000 YouTube videos and all these books. And I'm going to give you exactly what you need, you know, every week, every other week, every month, like hand wrapped right to you, right to, right to your door. Um, and I think there's something about like people just being able to take a breath and be like, that's exactly what I need. Because we keep so many are just like of the more, more, more mentality. And when I like, I have a membership right now, it's just, it's like once a month, just one, one virtual training and people love it. They're like, okay, I'm not over. And retention went down. I mean, retention went up, churn went down uh, because they weren't feeling overwhelmed. That's the biggie. So I would say, if you could wrap up some really good stuff in a newsletter, whether it's a one voice newsletter, just your voice of the expert, or you're curating and giving opinion and insight into other things that are happening, or you're summarizing, uh, there's a lot of opportunity there uh, in just free, about any market. Free newsletter, paid newsletter, or both? Do you recommend? Um, you recommend? Well, I do a free email newsletter, yeah. right? Um, and then I also have a paid one as well. Uh, it, if you're going to do a free newsletter, then there needs to be something you need to get paid somehow. Right. Yeah. So if, 
if you if your paid backend continuity program is a membership site, then okay, maybe you could do the free newsletter on the front. Uh, but I don't know if I would necessarily do a free newsletter. I would do more free. Uh, I mean, unless we're just using the same word, different words for the same thing. I consider like a daily email, not necessarily a newsletter. I call it like an email newsletter versus, you know, like a, what feels like a print newsletter, you know, 12, 16, 18 page type thing. That any I would give away free. Any other creative continuity ideas, even off the website that you see out there working? Um, well, creative, not really. I mean, this, the basics, the stuff, Obviously, software. Look, software is if you can get a good software program, that's that's the greatest continuity program, especially something with a high uh, a high pain to disconnect. Um, you know, if you're if you're all if everything's tied up in your email system, you can't leave. It's really hard to leave. It's a lot of pain. Um, but there, you know, be, because I think uh, of keeping with the theme of people are feeling overwhelmed, they're just looking for answers. Small group coaching. You know, just getting them into a group. So maybe if they had you, your system for the content. And then there was a private group along with it. Like, I don't know if you have something built in or a WordPress private forum or even a Facebook group, something where you could be there and asking questions. And there's like a live type of group setting is a good ride along because you're building that community. That's a good way to be sticky. If you're friends in this group and you've been in the group for a year, you don't want to leave, right? Even if you're not even going through the content. As a coach, do you have any kind of advice for somebody who's kind of new to it and they're coming to Zoom, they got their monthly group coaching call? Like, how do you get organized or framework for the call? Like, what what do you recommend there? Um, de it depends if you are the expert or you're more of the host. Uh, so it it really does depend. If if you're, I would say, if if you had to pick um, a structure or a format, I would I would. If I would keep it really simple, I would not go live. I would do a live training, um, but I wouldn't do it every week. I found every week live trainings. Um, it starts off great. Like the first, first one, 85, 90% people attend. Next one, 70%. You know, after two months, you got like three people are like, hello. Um, so I would say testing out the, the, the number I would either go every other week, so twice a month or once a month. Um, it's usually going to be one of those. If you're going twice a month, then I would either structure it. You do a training. So, so there's a few ways you can do it, Chris. Let's say you're doing it the first Monday and the third Monday of every month. The first one can be pure Q&A where you're just asking questions, right? Answering Office hours. Questions. Right. Um, and the, the third Monday could be a pure training um, or flip-flop. First one's training, next one's Q&A, um, or a hybrid where both of them are the first 20 minutes is like a short training on a very specific topic and then Q&A about that. So you do the same thing for both, or the first Monday is just you either workshopping or answering questions or a combo. And the third Monday is you have a guest on and workshop slash um, Q and a. So there's a lot of permutations you can do. Uh, it's going to depend on where your market is and, and what's resonating with them. And you'll see based on feedback and just ask them, Hey guys, what do you want? And they may say, and, and if you're really quick on your feet, like I, I think I'm, I don't know, maybe I'm delusional. I think I'm pretty good live and thinking on my feet and answering questions. So people tend to like that first when I do a canned presentation. Um, but you might be much more structured and like maybe your, your workshops are really good and very, very specific and you love doing that and people love that. So there's no right or wrong. It's going to be based on you and your personality and kind of the vibe you're setting and your audience and where they are. Uh, and the, to, to reduce the stress right now, because this is what's going to hold people up. They're like, well, I don't know what to do. And then they end up doing nothing. No, it's I, I use the analogy of, because uh, I, I grew up, I just love TV. Um, there's pilot season, right? So with TV shows, they film a pilot and they know this is probably not going to be what you're going to see later on, right? Like the first, the pilot of Seinfeld didn't even have a lane and Kramer was called, I think something on Cosmo, I don't remember what the heck his name was, um, but it, it changes. And knowing that the first iteration, whatever you create, continuity program, a course, whatever, it's going to change. And that's okay. 
Like be okay with that. Know, know that what you do right now, day one is not going to be even day 30 or, or month five. Like it's going to change and be okay with that. And say, you know what? I'm coming in and tell your people, look, let's do this together. Let's go in. I Like we're going to play. I am here to serve you. I'm here to help you. We're going to start with this and we might increase it. We might change it, but I promise I'm going to do everything I can to help you. And people are going to go along for the ride. You are not locked in. They're not locked in. It's a very fluid relationship. Uh, it's a give and take. And that's, and it takes the pressure off saying, oh my God, it has to be perfect. It has, it, like the, everyone's like a robot. Like it must be one workshop every Monday and every Thursday is it's like, it's not like that. It's not, that's not the real world. So that's my awesome. philosophy. Well, Ryan, thank you for dropping so many knowledge bombs today. I must say I do get a lot of fun and value out of your uh, Gen X entrepreneur Facebook group. I'm oh, uh, also you. a child of the eighties. So uh, <laughs> I dig it. Um, and you've got ryanlee.com. How can the people connect with you? What's yeah, the best well, stuff? Yeah. If you like this, just go to my site, go to Ryan, R-Y-A-N-L-E-E.com and just sign up for my newsletter. Um, I call it a daily-ish newsletter. Um, I go on there pretty often. Uh, I mean, I, I email usually four or five times a week, but it's all, it's all content. Like it's just, I'm not pitching other stuff. I don't do affiliate offers. It's just me teaching. And then go in my Facebook group, um, facebook.com slash groups slash Xpreneur, you could um, X-P-R-E-N-E-U-R or X-P-R-N-R works as well. So awesome, check me Ryan. out. <laughs> Thanks for coming on. We really appreciate it. Thank you, Chris. And, and everyone on and, and Will with the, the one hit, keep going, man. And uh, please keep, please sign up and uh, let me know. Like you could email me, ryan at ryanlee.com and just say, hey, I saw you on Chris. And uh, I'm always up for little public shout outs too. And that's a wrap for this episode of LMS Cast. Did you enjoy that episode? Tell your friends and be sure to subscribe so you don't miss the next episode. And I've got a gift for you over at lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Go to lifterlms.com forward slash gift. Keep learning, keep taking action, and I'll see you in the next episode.